Amen. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Good. Well, I think all of you know that today is a very different day for our campus. It's a good day, but it's a very different day. It's a momentous day. It's a significant day. It's actually a historical day in the life of the Grace Covenant East Lincoln campus family. Today is the day that uh, Cammie and I have the privilege of passing the mantle of leadership on to Pastor David and Pastor Brandy. And so uh, over the next few minutes, we're going to walk through that. And let me just give you a clue what's going to happen. I'm going to share some personal reflections. And then um, I'm going to share some scripture. Uh, I'm going to call uh, David and Brandy, Cami up in the prayer teams. Um, and um, I'm going to ask David a couple of questions. I want to make sure he's up for this because, uh, right, and I know he is. We've already been through this one time this morning. So he's getting a double anointing today. Uh, and then um, uh, our, our prayer teams are going to speak uh, some words over us and, um, and, and pray for us. So that's kind of what's in for the next few moments. So for me, um, as I was thinking forward to today, um, I found myself thinking back to the past. And so my mind, my heart, our minds and hearts have been flooded with... Um, just some personal reflections that are all really, really, really good. And so I want to share with you. I'm going to read a bit. I'm going to, uh, I'll speak a little bit uh, too. I want to make sure I don't miss anything. And I just want to share some of the reflections that I've had as, I, as I'm thinking back over the past three and a half years. Um, on July 15th of 2018, uh, Cammie and I stood here. Uh, as a group of uh, elders and leaders gathered around us. And on that day, uh, as we were prayed over, the mantle of leadership was uh, passed on to us. We were entrusted that day, commissioned to uh, love, lead, shepherd, pastor, disciple, a most wonderful group of people who called themselves the East Lincoln Campus family, who were part of the larger church, Grace Covenant. And um, we took that very serious. We knew that God had called us. We knew that he had called us for a specific purpose, for a specific season, uh, a specific time. And so we set out uh, taking that call serious, and we began to love you. And pastor you and shepherd you and disciple you and watch you grow. And listen to this, you did the same for us. It wasn't a one way thing. You 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 what we were giving, we were also receiving back from you, and we are so thankful for that. <clears throat> well, as I said, that's been um, now three years and seven months. Time has gone by fast. Very fast. Three years and seven months. And um, I wrote down some words to describe what this three, three and a half years has been like. Let me, just, let me just read some of them to you. I would describe our time together as one of the best, most rewarding, redeeming. Just as God brought us here to this campus for a time of healing and wholeness... There was a redeeming work that we experienced because of your love for us. Church life isn't always easy. And I won't say any more about that. 
but you became the exception to the rule. And because you loved us and cared for us so well, there was a redeeming, a restoring work. We've had fun. We've laughed together. It's been one of the most heartwarming, fulfilling um, times of contentment in our, in our life. It's just been, it's been a good season. Um, but we also know, as we read from um, King Solomon's words in Lamentations, for everything there is a season, right? And so I'm not going to read that passage, but I think we're all familiar with that. For everything there is a season. And we know that with seasons, there's not only a beginning to a season, but there's an ending to a season. And so this morning, we can stand before you and with great confidence, we can know and understand, um, although uh, we have confidence, there is sadness. Please know this has not been an easy transition for us. Obedience isn't always easy. So there's much sadness in this, but we can with confidence know and understand that this is what God is calling us to and what he's bringing to you. We know that he's bringing our season of ministry here on this campus to a close only to release us within our Grace Covenant family on the Cornelius campus to a different season and even a different kind of ministry, but it'll still flow out of the same gifts that are working in us. We have every confidence of that. So with all of that in mind, it's with great honor and it's with great respect that I today, we today, are able to pass. And that's so important that we understand that this is a passing God, that we are able to pass this mantle of leadership on to Pastor David and Brandy. We do that with great Excitement. So, uh, David and Brandy, would you come forward? Cammie, would you come forward? And um, if we could have our prayer teams who are with us today to come forward. As I began to think about this time... Um, what is the word? What, what examples do we have in the word? And so I found myself uh, drawing from both Deuteronomy chapter 31 and Joshua chapter 1. So what we find as we begin to read Deuteronomy 31 is that Moses has called all of Israel together. And as he's bringing them together, he makes an announcement. And his announcement is that my time of leadership is coming to an end. And someone else is going to continue Leading you. It's not an ending, but it's a continuation of what was happening. But someone else is coming to hear. And in all honesty, this is what Moses was saying I'm getting ready to die, and somebody's going to need to step up to the plate, and I've been preparing him. Now, let me tell you which part of this does not apply to me. <laughs> I'm not getting ready to die. In fact, I believe I have many, 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 many years of life and ministry. I believe that we do. Um, but as he called them together, he said, Joshua. Joshua is going to be the one who leads you into the promised land. 
And so in, uh, in chapter 31 of Deuteronomy, verses 7 and 8, it says, Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you must go with this people into the land that the Lord swore to their ancestors to give them, and you must divide it among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And then we come to Joshua chapter 1. And what we find is Moses has died. Again, that does not apply to me. But Moses has died. And so now God is speaking directly to Joshua. And this is what he says beginning in verse 5 of chapter 1. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate it on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So, David and Brandy, today, as I pass the mantle of leadership on to you, in the same way that that mantle was passed from Moses to Joshua, these same words apply to you. God's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. He's actually going before you. You're continuing on. It's not the ending of something and the beginning of something. I know you're going to talk about that a little bit, but it's a continuation of what God has started almost 10 years ago now and what he's promised there is a promised land and it's not just about 10 acres down the road although that's part of it but there is a promise that God has spoken to this people and and he's called you into this season to lead this people he's entrusting them to you to lead them so I have a couple of questions that I want to ask both of you David Brandy do you believe that God has appointed you for this time and for the season of leadership Uh, Do you agreeably and willingly receive the mantle of leadership today? So um, in a moment, I want to anoint you both with oil, and the oil would be symbolic. In the Bible, oil is symbolic of uh, a representation of the Holy Spirit. And today we would know that it represents the power of the Holy Spirit that resides in you because you're not going to be able to do this by yourself. You already know that, speaking to the choir. But it's because the Holy Spirit is resident in you And that that power is active in you and the gifts have been stirred in you in both in such a way that you will be empowered through that. And so that oil today, as I represent your your foreheads and your hands, would be representation of that fact that it's it's a it's a, a visual representation of the passing of the mantle and that the power of the Holy Spirit is present in you and will give you all that you need. So. Before I anoint you, I want to encourage you with these things. In fact, I want to commission you to these things. Be strong and courageous as you lead these people into their promised future. 
do not turn from the right or the left from the teachings, the truths, and the principles of God's Word. God's Word will continue to be the foundation. And I know you will never turn from that, but I commission you to that today. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. God will go with you. And then finally, we would say, please love and pastor and shepherd these people so very well. So in the last service, um, God gave me words of these pastors. And somebody came up to me afterwards and said, well, that was really good. Now I get to do it all over again. And I giggled. And then as I was sitting there, God said, no, you don't. Because this is personal. It's just so the congregation can hear the word to you stand was that there is a transferring. But God is with you. Just like Moses on the mountain. He said, I'm going to make my goodness pass in front of you. And that's going to be the anointing that you're going to carry and it's going to be on your face and people are going to see it and go, you've been with God and you're going to take that goodness and you're going to minister out of that. But this is for the wives. And put your arm around it like you would think it when you felt, yeah. See, he, when I was waiting, Cammie, he said, Abraham, okay? He promised Abraham he'd be a father of many nations. He did it at least twice that I can remember right off. The second time God showed up, they were old. And he said, Abraham, I'm going to make you a father of nations. And she I'm was... not having enough. No, no, hold on. Son. Hold on. Let me tell you. So, but she laughed because she said, I'm old. And God said specifically, he said, in a year from now, that which I've spoken will come to fulfillment. What I heard God say was, there's some things in your heart that you're believing God for. And you said, no, we're too far gone in ministry. It's with too much... And God said, Sarah, in a year from now, that which you believe for will be fulfilled. Your job is to protect the gift and protect the calling. Because she's been vital and she's protected your calling for years. Now it's your job to protect that calling and to make sure that the baby gets born. Amen? All right. Now I saw you two holding hands like you were before. That's right. So, Brandy, you're the mama, right? And you're thinking, well, my job's to stay at home and raise a baby so he can do mm, That's part. But this is the leadership. This is not just the pastor. This is the pastorate. This is the discernment. This is the counsel that he needs to hear. When he wants to go to the left or right, no, baby, you told me this is what God said. And draw him back to love on him when he comes home and he's broken to raise him back up and the anointing will be as strong here as it is here because he can't do this without you you are his Caleb you're going to keep those hands lifted if you're going to be right behind him going no we're going to take the mountain don't set up for the creek we're going to the mountain I want the biggest mountain because that's what God's called him to but he can't do it without you
And this is a together thing. Father God, we praise you. Father God, we praise you because you were praiseworthy. We thank you that you have called these couples to minister, to shepherd, to lead, to guide, to mentor, to correct, to train in righteousness. Thank you, Lord, that we have seen humility. Lord, we have seen anointing. Lord, we have seen steadfastness to your word. And Lord, that that will continue in abundance. Lord, thank you that when you call, you equip. And Lord, you have called both Stan and David to new seasons. And it is for the good of each of these men and their households and for the good of East Lincoln. Lord, we praise you for that. Lord, we thank you that your spirit abides in both of these men and that they desire to be filled and refilled with your spirit. And we ask for an overflow, rivers of living water to flow through them. And Lord, we thank you that that is in accordance with your will. And so the answer is yes, Lord, that that's what you will do. That's what you are doing, overflowing with rivers of living water, Lord, so that others see you and are drawn to you, that they see your glory Lord, we thank you that you have called, that you are equipping, and that you will never leave or forsake. Lord, as they keep their eyes on you, you will strengthen them, instruct them, guide them, encourage them, and sustain them. Father, thank you that your word says that when you call a shepherd, you call them to shepherd the church of God that you purchased with your blood. And Lord, that it's their desires, Lord, to be faithful shepherds of what you entrust them with. I have a word for the congregation that I felt Holy Spirit impressed onto me. And uh, there are actually two passages of Scripture. Uh, the first is Ephesians 4, 1 through 3. Walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. And 1 Thessalonians 5, uh, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray continually, and everything give thanks. For this is the will of of God through Christ Jesus in you. You 
you are our brothers in Christ and you are our sisters in Christ we carry you in our hearts and in our prayers I pray that out of God's glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit and your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. May Yahweh bless you and protect you. May Yahweh make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May Yahweh look with favor on you and give you peace. Amen. Amen.